0: Cape Talk. Cape Talk, a world view from London with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning,
1: Adam Gilchrist. Uh, I'm, I'm still in Springbok colors from, well, I started on Friday because in South Africa we have this thing called Bok Friday. So you wear your mm. colors on a Friday and then you wear your colors on match day. And I'm still wearing it on Monday. That's, that's how...
0: You, you, you. You might be in it for four years, uh, and maybe another four years after that. Who knows? (laughs)
1: Four more uh, years. Four. It wasn't quite as
0: good a match as we wanted, was it? But it was. uh, Yeah, the the result, I suppose, was everything in the end, wasn't it? uh, What is it about the Springboks and one point? You only you only ever win by one point. Because we
1: we went to the World Cup to make a point. That's Ah. it. You just need to make one point
0: several times.
1: (laughs) Um, But as much as we are celebrating. The world continues, Adam Gilchrist, Mm -hmm. and um, it appears as if the Israeli ground assault into Gaza has now started. But at the same time, Gaza's air raids, the United Nations reports mass food warehouse break-ins. That shows the desperation of the two million people in Gaza.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, it does. And aid, of course, is one of the key things at play here. And we say aid uh, as if it's some mythical kind of supply of who knows what. We're talking food and water and medicine. And 33 aid trucks arrived in Gaza yesterday, Um, the largest humanitarian aid convoy so far. A total of 117 trucks have been into Gaza through the Rafah crossing from Egypt in the last 10 days or so. But the UN agency that deals with Palestinian refugees and the UN World Food Programme are both reporting a number of cases of aid warehouses being broken into, storms, in some cases stripped of all supplies. We're talking tons and tons of food, flour, oil, etc. One of the warehouses that was stormed in Deir al-Bala is where uh, the UN agency has been storing supplies directly from those international convoys. So sometimes they're a mix of things. Anyway, the description is of people being scared and desperate. And I suspect having their aid stolen at the point of delivery is not going to help.
1: And then um, the case of the football kidnap, There's concern for the mm. parents of, of Liverpool's Louis Diaz.
0: Yeah, we don't quite know the full picture because it's all sort of happening in the jungle territory between Colombia and Venezuela. But we know that his parents, Luis Diaz's parents, were kidnapped in Colombia at the weekend on Saturday. Um, his mother appears to have been returned safe. There was talk about a, a police operation after the car carrying them had stopped at a petrol station where the kidnappers had struck. Um uh, uh, and that essentially there was a shootout. Two of the four kidnappers were said to have been shot dead, but the dad appears still to be in their custody. Now, Luis Diaz is, uh, I mean, he's a properly good player for Liverpool, but he is much loved in Barrancas, where he comes from in Colombia. He's a proper star of the community. And so are his parents, by default, stars of the community. So I suppose to that extent, the kidnappers must have just been thinking, aye, aye, there's money in there, and went for them. It does absolutely look like it was a targeted kidnapping, not just a chance thing. So what happens next with Dad? That is the question. And if he has been, as his thoughts smuggled across into Venezuela, then of course it gets much more complicated.
1: And then finally, free shows forever. It's a unique English theatre tokens being auctioned.
0: I love this. I wonder how many other places in the world have done this. But this is a theatre that was set up in the 18th century, and when it was set up, it had 50 shareholders, five zero shareholders, and each one of them had a token for putting their money into the Bristol Old Vic in the West of England in 1766 and in exchange for investing they got a token that allowed them to see every show for free now from 1766 we fast forward to the present day so we're well well we're well over 250 years later it has been formally authenticated and now sold at auction one of the original tokens and sold at, at, over the weekend 9,000 pounds, which is pushing 200,000 rand. That's an awful lot for a token to the theatre. Except if you were young enough, consider you could go every day, twice on Wednesdays and Saturdays, three times a day in panto season, for as long as you have this silver token. You can absolutely get your money's worth. And I am thinking, I wonder if I'd want something like that at Old Trafford, possibly not at the moment, Uh, or Lords, possibly not at the moment. Maybe something for the Savoy Grill. Can you get a silver token for that?
1: I wouldn't mind the Saturday matinee. You know, I can take whatever auntie... Pull someone off, off off the street and say, "Hey, you want to catch you want to catch a a Saturday matinee with the latest pantomime theatre that happens over over Christmas time?" <laughs> hey, you in lots of friends that way, and uh, over and
0: over again, as well. Yes, <laughs> uh,
1: and also the less we talk about the Manchester derby, the better. So,
0: uh, have a very yes. good day, Adam Gilchrist.
1: Chat to you tomorrow.
0: It is like-